we had a couple of pretty amazing upsets happen here in Utah over the past week. We're going to talk about the first week or so. Look forward to the coming weeks here on what's going to be happening on the Utah high school hoops scene. Let's go. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, everyone, welcome to another fun edition of the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, where I am still trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing other than talking about basketball. So uh, I think, let me see, I'm going to check here on, um, ooh, hey, spoiler alert, the Nuggets are destroying the San Antonio Spurs. It's a great day. Uh, let's see here. If I go on to Twitter, let's see what happens if I, can I see comments on here? Um, I want you to moderate comments. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, say something. Let's see what happens if it is. Testing. All right. I think I can see your comments uh, here on Twitter. So if you want to tap in on Twitter, that'd be great. Um, so it, it's been a pretty fun week. First of all, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, if you were with family, that's that's fantastic. If you were not with family, I, I hope that you found some rest and relaxation. And we are just at the very beginning here of the high school basketball year. Uh, I've got some uh, exciting interviews lined up. Uh, actually, I leave on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday of this week uh, to go meet with the United Nations as a delegate to talk about climate change, which has not a whole lot to do <laughs> with basketball. But it is kind of a fun and uh, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm going to miss a few games uh, for the Judge Bulldogs, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Judge and uh, some of the, the week they had. But I want to start with the highlights. I wish I had like a um, – I could probably show a video or something on here. Uh, never mind. I'll, I'll figure that out later. But uh, I think two – Pretty significant upsets. One, uh, my sister, if you missed the episode with Kristen Peak, please go listen to it. She gave us a preview of Hoop Fest and what we should expect and who it is that we should be following at Hoop Fest when it was here uh, in Pleasant Grove. Gave us a, a whole bunch of nationally ranked players and names. And and during that, we talked about the Alta. Is it Alta or Alta? How, how do What's the Utah pronunciation of, of this word? Alta? Alta. I'm going to go with Alta. Um, uh, ooh, scroll for old comments. No, that's just mine. It's just me commenting on myself. It's okay. It won't be the first time. You know, what do they say? It's lonely at the top. This is not the top. This is the bottom. <laughs> this is the bottom. Uh, so anyway, she, on, on the podcast, uh, Kristen called the Alta Sunrise Christian upset. She She didn't call it like, hey, this is going to happen, but she did say, Hey, this Sunrise Christian team is new. They're coming together. 
They've got some talent, you know, yes, they're nationally ranked, but a team like Alta who's got experience, they've won a state championship, you know, they've got Jackson Johnson and Ace and Dash Riser, and they've they've got they've got a, a, a squad who's played together. And especially with somebody like Jackson, who's fresh off the three SSB championship. And she said, Yeah, I think that I could see a team like that winning. Um, well, not only did they win, but if if you were at the game, it was not close. I mean, it got out, uh, what was it, 20? They, I mean, Alta was up by 20 before uh, everyone even got in their seats. It was it was 24 to 6. And uh, and then from there, they just kept the lead. It got a little bit close towards the end. Uh, Sunrise Christian made a little bit of a run, but eventually Alta just put that thing away. Um, and so it was this weird upset that didn't didn't really feel like an upset because of how dominant the game was. Uh, hey, as a reminder, if you're watching this live on the YouTubes or on the Twitters, uh, you can comment and ask a question. I don't know, I don't know how to host this live on Instagram, but in approximately an hour, if this does not uh, satisfy your need for Utah high school basketball, the much more knowledgeable uh, Utah Ballers and AJ Jackson is going to be hosting a uh, live on Instagram. So make sure you follow the Utah Ballers and go check that one out. Uh, so, so the, the hoop fest was, was relatively predictable. I thought, uh, Montverde came in and just scorched the earth with everybody. They, they absolutely destroyed, um, uh, they, they absolutely annihilated Wasatch Academy. Let's see. The final score of that one was trying to scroll down here, 88 to 53. Uh, I was not at that game. I was up at the judge game. Uh, because well, it's where my son plays. And so I wanted to go watch him play. Uh, but, uh, you know, that game was from, by all accounts, just an, a, an absolute destruction. And, and, you know, to be fair, Montverde is that team. And we'll get to Wasatch here, who I think really showed how they could rebound against Columbus in, in a really, really big way. Um, but, you know, Montverde came out and just did what what they should do. I mean, they they are a collection. I mean, Asa Newell looked great. Obviously, Cooper Flag was was out there doing his thing, uh, and and those two along with uh, oh man, hang on the I'm I, Liam Liam McNeely, the kid going to Indiana. Uh, they they just that's a that's a special team. It was fun to be able to sit so close and watch a team like that play basketball. You would think it would be a little bit more you know, kind of like AAU, but no, I mean, they, they recruited. I remember during the American Fork game, which is the one that I watched, uh, which they also, you know, they won comfortably, but I will say American Fork, I, I gave a little bit of a, uh, what was it? Um, hey, what's up guys? Thanks for joining. I see a few people are jumping in here on Twitter. Um, but that American Fork game was, was actually a bit closer than the final score probably indicated. I thought American Fork battled really hard, but was crazy about it. I was sitting next to Hector Marquez um, from the prospects. We were sitting there watching the game, and um, and I uh, and I said, you know, when Diego Mulford caught the ball, the Montverde coach is yelling, "Shooter, shooter, shooter!" And I don't know why that should surprise me that that a team would get scouted. Do you know what I'm saying? But it was just I, I thought what a professional coaching staff Montverde is. I mean, they, they play, they run sets. They play, they play a really good brand of basketball. It was, it was fun to watch them play. 
And, you know, shout out to Travis who puts on Hoop Fest here in Utah. I got a chance to chat with him a little bit, uh, not on the podcast, but just in passing. And he gave a ton of compliments to Utah. So I want for players in Utah to know that, you know, these nationally, uh, these, these national kind of guys who are out there, who are watching and seeing what's happening, they're seeing our state. You know, he said the thing that we like about Utah is is it's a bit more of a European style game than the traditional kind of five out one on one style of basketball. And, you know, he said, well, we want to come out here every year. Right. Like this is something that started during covid and it's really cool that it's continued to grow. So uh, shout out to Travis and, and the Hoop Fest team. Uh, they had uh, some great sponsors there. It was fun to see uh, Ryan. If you missed my interview with Ryan Gardner, he's the CEO of Bucked Up. I'd actually done that like a month and a half ago for my packaging podcast, but it was just cool to see kind of how those worlds converged. Uh, so that was a fun, uh, that was a really fun event. And, uh, you know, I wanted to give some props to, at the time, it was uh, birthday boy, Coley. Coley Fasita, uh, my man, uh, had a, a, a tremendous game. I think that, there was a lot of people who thought, you know, well, what's going to happen with Cyprus this year, given, you know, they just they they lost. Well, they lost Quentin Mesa, right, who's who's playing pretty well over at Wofford. Wofford or Wofford? I don't I should figure out how to pronounce these things. What actually hang on real quick. Coley, I'm going to come right back to you. But one of my favorite moments was uh, <laughs> before a draft. My uh, I was I was hanging out with my sister. And she has to learn how to pronounce some of these players' names. <laughs> she's sitting there and she's going, Alexei Pokashevsky. <laughs> Alexei Pokashevsky. She had said his name, I don't know, 20 times the night before the draft. Uh, it, anyway, kind of random fun month. So, uh, but Coley over at, at Cyprus had a, had a tremendous game, uh, I thought. Uh, played, uh, they played Springville. Um, you know, on paper, I think that everyone was kind of thinking like Springville is going to run away with this game. And, but that's why you got to, that's why you got to roll the ball out there. Coley had, according to his dad, 21, according to the stats, uh, 19 points. But I, I really felt like he, he played a game. He, he really plays within himself. You rarely see him get sped up. You rarely see, see him get out of, out of control. He's left-handed, which I think catches some people off guard. Even if you watch film, you think like, okay, he's left-handed. But when you are so used to guarding right-handed players for most of your life, you get a kid who's strong, who's athletic, who's developing his three-point shot. That was falling during the game. Um, Coley played really well. Mason Hansen knocked down a couple of free throws there at the end to win it. So it's just, it's fun for me because I've just known some of these 2026 kids for a few years now. So it's cool to see them now on the bigger stage doing their thing and uh so that was that was really neat and that was fun okay uh let me go through here what were some other scores that i wanted to get to uh let's see we had the hoop fest um uh where are we at here uh, Corner Canyon. I was a. It's a. It was tough news on Brody. Uh, sounds like he's going to be out for a little bit. I didn't get all of all the details on there, but uh, they had a tough loss to Wheeler. Uh, came back and beat. Uh, who did they beat on? On Wednesday of that of the tournament, it was. Hang on a second. Oh yeah, they they played Orem. Um, and, and beat Orem. So uh, I know, I know Darrell had a great game there for Corner Canyon. The, uh, 
Darrell and Brighton and Noah. I look like they came out, came out to play. Uh, Tim View beat Lone Peak. Uh, I'm just on. Um, uh, what is this? Deseret Deseret News. Another thing. When I moved here, I was driving around and I had to ask some people. I'm like, what? Why is like why is the desert such a big deal? They were like, huh? I'm like, I just see it everywhere. I see Deseret this and Deseret or dessert books and or desert. And they were like, no, that's 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 Deseret. I was like, oh, okay, cool, good to know. Um, Corner Canyon beat Orem. I was at the Judge uh, Judge Stansbury game. That was a really good bounce back game for Judge. You know, this is a team that I've been able to watch come together now over the last few months. Um, and you know, I think they're going to have some early some early season games like the, they had the loss the home loss to Roy they were up uh they were up seven and Roy went on a 12-2 run to close out the game won that one by three the game against Stansbury though uh I really thought you know JJ Apathang showed why he's at the top of so many people's lists I mean he had 22 15 and five uh didn't didn't overplay again just played the game as it came to him. And then when it came time in the third quarter, uh, the team put their foot down and, uh, and had a great game. Uh, Murray, Murray uh, beat up on, beat up on Roy a little bit. Uh, I feel like, let's see here. Yeah. Isaiah Bay had 18, six, three, two steals, two blocks. And, uh, and Trace Wilson, 16, uh 16 and 5 with two assists. So uh looks like a pretty good game for uh for the Murray Spartans there. Um and then Alta came out with another win over American Fork, uh beat them 71 to 60 to start out the year. They I think they're 2 and 0 now. So uh that was a little bit and then we had we had our break and then on um I think it was yesterday i want to say it was when um wasatch if you don't know who columbus is go look them up they've got um they've got the boozer twins uh they've got uh rit jace uh jace richardson is over there i think both richardson kids maybe no i don't know i don't know i don't have all this information on the top of my head like a lot of people do uh nationally at least um, but Wasatch came out and and Isaiah Harwell knocked down a few free throws at the end of the game to win it. And Columbus was ranked number one in the nation. And I think uh, Mount Verde was number two. So you look at a team like Wasatch, who is is local in the sense that the school is obviously here in Utah, but they, you know, they play a national schedule and they bring in players from all over. But you take a kid like Isaiah Harwell, who, you know, he grew up in Pocatello. Idaho it's you know this is this is a this is a local kid and he could have gone to you know to a school like Montverde or you know Columbus or a Sunrise Christian or Prolific Prep or one of these schools but he decided to to stay here and play at Wasatch and I think it's a it's it's pretty awesome to see a team like that get beaten in Utah by a team like Montverde and then recover and go out and, and play a team like Columbus and, and get the win. That was a pretty big upset. Um, you know, I think the Alta Sunrise Christian game, that was a big upset. Not the fact that Alta won necessarily, but just how they won, how dominating they were. And then also um, the Wasatch beating Columbus. Um, that's, that's a big deal. And we should celebrate that, right? Again, 
this is about this is this is about our state and and celebrating the things that we're doing well and being excited about it. All right, so let's look forward here to this coming week. So we've got um, I think this will be a good game tomorrow night. Crimson Cliffs is taking on uh, is going to be at Leighton Christian Academy. We talked a little bit about um, about Crimson Cliffs on which of the previews are they? Hang on, I think that they're yeah they are they're four A. So I didn't I didn't do the four A preview, um, but I was I was looking at I, we we had a little bit of a conversation with with AJ. And they've got they've got a good they've got a good team, um, and obviously Leighton Christian. I had Casey Stanley on. Coach Casey Stanley uh, came on the team and came on the team. Oh my gosh, came on the podcast. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I've got I've, I'm pretty interested to see how Leighton Christian does this year. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty good game up there. That's tomorrow night. Uh, tip off is six o'clock. If you're up in the in the area, there's not a there's not a ton of games that are on the docket for tomorrow night. Uh, looks like uh, APA Draper is playing. Um, so my uh, uh, my good friend uh, Vic, his son Carter is the is the big man in the middle. I apologize, you guys. They've got a very amazing Indian last name that I will completely destroy if I try to say it. But uh, Carter's been working his butt off. I've known him for a few years, and uh, you know, hoping that they have a good season. So we got that we got that going on tomorrow, and then you know the, the Tuesday. Uh, I think the game that I would if if I could get out to go see some games, and I don't, I I won't be able to. I have five chill, six kids who live here, five of my own, and then uh, Solomon, who uh, Solomon King lives with us, goes to judge. But I think this Orem, uh, this Orem Olympus game, is is going to be really great. That's going to be at seven o'clock at Olympus. Uh, so go check that one out. I think I saw on here Davis at Pleasant Grove. Uh, that should be a, a good game. Uh, where was... Still scrolling down here. I thought I saw... There it is. Uh, Weber is playing at Spanish Fork. So if you're if you're down there on the south side of Utah County or if you want to travel down there, 7 o'clock, that should be a pretty good game as well. Um, I'm sure the kid on Instagram, Trey, uh, Trey talks sports. I would, uh, I, I think he might be there. He's a great, he's a great kid. It's awesome to see this high school kid who's like, I just want to talk about football and basketball and any of the other sports. And he's doing a really great job. So go, uh, go follow him on Instagram. That could be a good game. Uh, Murray is playing at Highland. That'll be a good early season test for for both teams. Um, you know, Highland is, is two and oh, I think they beat, uh, Park City and Jordan by, uh, uh, quite a bit. Um, oh, look at that. My old school, uh, Intermountain Christian shout out to the lions <laughs> playing, uh, playing at home against, uh, St. Joseph. I'll be, I'll be pulling for you. Noah Hilliker, my man, uh, Keaton, the whole squad. And then, uh, let's see Wednesday. Um, we got uh, Hunter at Harriman. Just scrolling through here. Obviously, I was really, uh, I was really well prepared for this. Um, I know Judge is playing. Judge plays Jordan. Ooh, Cedar Valley at Bountiful. That should be that could be a really good game. Seven o'clock on Wednesday. Um, 
I'm not going to go. This is going to be really boring if I just sit here and scroll through all of the <laughs> the whole calendar. Anyway, there's some good games coming up this week. Um, I know looking forward into December, uh, we've got the uh, some teams are going to be going out over break. So we should have some of the preseason games, be able to find some really good preseason games going on here, along with teams like uh, like Utah Prep and Wasatch uh, are making noise on the national stage. So please, you know, keep following those teams. They've got they've got players. Listen, we've got players here now and we've got really good teams and it's fun to watch. Um, but I know uh, Judge is going out to the Tarkanian Classic. I'm sure there's some other teams heading out to Vegas for that as well in December. Um, so that is, uh, that's kind of a, a quick little recap. Like I said, in roughly what time we got 8:15, about 45 minutes. If you're on Instagram and you want a little bit more of a in-depth analysis, um, you know, go, go check out the Utah ballers with, uh, with AJ. I know he's going to have a couple guests on there. Um, so that, that should be pretty fantastic. I've got, uh, let's see, I've, who do I have coming up? This week is uh, hang on a second. I gotta I gotta look up. I, I want to make sure that I get his name right. Um, I've got Connor Patton coming on. Uh, Connor is an assistant men's coach at Carroll College. He grew up here in Utah, um, and so I just want to talk a little bit about his journey, right? Uh, from you know growing up in Utah to getting into the coaching ranks at an NAI level. So. I'll be uh, interviewing him tomorrow. So be on the lookout for this episode to repeat on podcast forums. This isn't just going to live live on Twitter, but it also repeat out there onto, uh, onto all the Spotify, Apple, all that. Just look up uh, Utah high school hoops. Or if you want, you can get an email every time one comes out. You can go to utahbasketball.net. That's utahbasketball.net for you know recaps and interviews and other kind of fun stuff that we'll have going on so with that i've taken up 22 minutes of your day the other nice thing though about the podcast format is you can put that puppy on one and a half and knock this interview or knock this episode out in about 12 minutes on your drive so uh thanks everybody Excited to see what uh, is going to keep happening here in the great state of Utah. Till next time.